on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as tins go rusty, this boyhood story had to end. Five minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to the High Tide program to Davey Sutherland, who uh, did the overnight with Cheryl Lynn. Great to have you on board this morning as I came into work. Love listening to the program. And speaking of coming into work, I tell you what, I had a couple of negotiations with traction on the motorbike on the way in and coming across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. The constant wind and the gusts of wind couldn't decide what lane I was going to be in. So if you're thinking of heading out today, you might want to think again. Speaking of heading out, I don't know where he is on the planet. He's somewhere, somewhere. hopefully he's safe. Alan Blake, good morning to you. Not hearing Mr. Blake. No, not hearing him. Obviously, I can see him talking. No, don't you change anything. I can see you talking, but it's not coming out. There's some weird things going on here this morning uh, with regards to uh, internet and stuff. So not 100% sure what the game plan is there, but I can definitely... uh, see that they are trying to talk and Kieran Rickey's online as well at the moment hopefully we'll uh, be able to sort that out in the next few minutes or so um forecast for today broken bay to port hacking is just about to be updated up on the gold coast but cape morton to point danger um no major changes there uh and for the next couple of hours and they've got down for today north to north westerly 15 to 20 knots decreasing to about 10 knots in the afternoon then becoming south to southeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the evening seas around one meter swell easterly one to 1.5 the general forecast is for Partly cloudy, 70% chance of a rain in the late afternoon. And Sydney will get updated in the next half an hour or so. So, Kieran and Alan, if you hang up, I'll give you a call on the phone during the commercial break, which we'll take right now. And on the other side of that, we'll catch up with Bradley Ekman as well from Renegade Blue Water Charters. Talking sport, weekdays from three. The pressure lays with those that have got some major signings. That would include my old joint, the Bulldogs, got the coach Cameron Serrato on the line. I don't have to tell you about that word pressure, but how are you handling it after the tough back end of last year. Oh, I enjoyed a lot of parts of last year and I learned a lot of lessons as well, but they're doing a lot of hard work, enjoying each other's company and they're working together and oh, I'm really enjoying going to work every day and, and being part of it. This is 2SN. I talk to many passionate Australian cricket supporters, not one disappointed fan, not one. The big winner obviously is Test Cricket, as we all agree. The 12 overs, the way he did, at express pace, never let up. He was unbelievable. I work outside in a million degrees every day taking care of my rice resort gardens and I put the radio on in the afternoon, you kick in at 2 o'clock and, and I just don't notice what's going on around me. I just have a chuckle and power through the last couple of hours. So thank you very much for doing that. Talking Sport, weekdays from 3. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. 
Pell guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to Pell, that's P W A L, kidhomes.com.au, or you can phone them on 1 800 024 912. The NRL is back from March. Nathan Cleary! Nathan Cleary! He goes through! Cleary out of the post! The 2024 NRL season and state of origin live. Now they've got Christ! Stephen gets a try. He's a grand final specialist. DCE goes to Ponga. Ponga! Ponga! Scores! NRL Nation. Thursday, March 7th. Scores! The Knights take on the Raiders live on 2SM. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And we'll be catching up with Josh from Shimano on the program over the next couple of weeks, which we're looking forward to. The good news is I do have the campers online. Good morning, Alan Blake. Where are you and how's life treating you? Oh, life is good. I'm down in Eden at the moment on the way down to Painesville. Oh, you flew down there uh, the other day too. What, what was your average, do you know? Off, off uh, eight knots. Eight knots. I saw it at 7.9 at one stage, and I knew you said it was about a 24-hour run, um, but I woke up the next morning and you were there. I thought, whoa, these guys just absolutely tore it. Yeah, there's good current, and we upped the revs a little bit because we knew there was a southerly uh, due through uh, yesterday morning. So we high-tailed it, and we did it in um, about 18.5 hours. Beautiful, beautiful. Good morning, Kieran Riki. Good morning. How are you today? Well, you're fired up? Yeah, that you're well, Alan. Yes, yeah, very good, Kieran. Uh, 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 who's on board? Uh, Batty, Paulie, um, Adam, and myself. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't approve, Kieran? Two of you, two of you are reliable, the other two are pirates. <laughs> Pirates. How's the tides, Ivan? Got the tides? Has anybody got the tides? <laughs> Ivan died at the hotel out there in Narrabeen. I'll get the tides for you, mate. Don't worry. You just leave it to me. Okay, okay. very good. We're leaving everything here. Yeah, well, pretty much. It's, it's been a great start to the day so far. The tides, I can tell you, we uh, had a, a low tide at 2.52am of 0.53 of a metre. The next high is due at 9.16. That'll be 1.74 of a metre. Then we're back to a low at 3.47 of 0.41 of a metre. And the high... Uh, will be at 9.45pm, which will be 1.41 of a metre. There you go, Kieran. I'll I'll take that out of your wages. Not that we pay your wages. Thanks very much, as usual. The forecast has been updated for Broken Bay to Fort Hacking. You're looking at suddenly 15 to 25 knots. Now... I'll, I'll read it first, then I'll add lib. Then reaching up to about 20 knots offshore during the morning, winds decreasing to 10 to 15 knots by late evening seas, 1.5 to 2.5 metres decreasing to 1.5 metres in the early evening. The swell will be southerly around 1 metre, increasing to 1 to 1.5 during the morning. Second swell will be easterly, so it's going to be uh, nice and messy, 1 to 1.5 decreasing to around 1 metre during the morning. 70% chance of a shower this morning. Well, they got that right. It's already happened. <laughs> What I was going to ad-lib about is, you know, Blake, it was really interesting. Every time I pulled up at a set of traffic lights and it poured, I'm absolutely soaked this morning. Um, every time I pulled up at a set of traffic lights, there was no wind. And when I was riding the bike, I'm thinking, I'm feeling wind. When I came across the bridge, obviously the structures that were around me were, were preventing it. So what I'm getting at is if you walk outside and you go, what's Boyden talking about? There's no wind at all. 
Wait, uh, Al, trust me, there is. Al, yeah, I think his I think his partner could be trying to uh, collect the insurance here. There's an assassination attempt, you reckon? <laughs> I think so. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, listen, how did Swifty go last night? Did they run that concert or not? Uh, don't know. They evacuated the stadium. Uh, there was a lightning bolt within 10 kilometres of the stadium and they um, told everyone that they had to run and duck for cover. Interesting, in the studio here, there's a big, uh, big, and I mean big, uh, poster of Taylor Swift on the wall. Oh, you're lucky. Yes, I, I dare yeah. say it may have been the uh, Talking Sport Boys. Better to look at than Alan or I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're on the downgrade, how's this for an intro? <laughs> Renegade Blue Water Charters, Bradley Ekman. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Grant. How are you? <laughs> Sorry for the sledge to kick things off, but hey, the door was open. You know, what can you say? You take every chance you can, mate. It's uh, all good. Don't worry. I do. I do. How have things been? Have you been out? Yeah, been out. It's sort of, um, had yeah, a few good days, but it's sort of, a little bit hit and miss at the moment. It is too. The fishing around the taps up here, but um, this southerly today will, you know, make things a bit better. I think anyway. That's for sure. We won't be heading out today. No, no, not going out today. But um, tomorrow and then you know, next few days will be good. After the southerly, that will. Cool. So, what have you been catching? Uh, sort of um, just the inshore reef, just the a lot of bonito around at the moment, around Swansea Heads and the Moon Island and along the beach, along um, Blacksmiths where the bait reef is. And then uh, we've been getting a few traggling and a few little reddies on the inshore reef. And I think there's a few more um, in along the washes and the headlands. And also my cousin, he got a good one, 50 centimetres in the lake yesterday and a few other fish as well he did. So it's sort of been pretty good like that. And then... Um, the channel's still alive with whiting, and the lake's still got alive with tailor. That like they haven't gone; it's just stayed around the whole time. They have lately the tailor, so that's all good. And yeah, sort of um, lots of squid around at the moment in the lake as well. And went out marlin fishing, and you've seen a couple didn't catch any, but everything seemed a bit sort of calm out there. There was no current. It was a you know glass out day, and. Everything's a bit slow and lethargic. It was you couldn't get anything to happen for us. And yeah, Brad, they've yes. been talking about that even down the south coast. When I rang up yesterday, the boys were saying, you know, the the water's flat. They were hoping this suddenly picks everything up and gets creates a bit of action. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You need it. You've had the really hot, calm days, and it's sort of just. You know, made the fishing slow. It has. There's no sort of movement. You know, it's just been that calm and that hot and still. And you've got a pretty big moon at the moment too, which sort of makes life tough as well. So this this wind today will be great for the fishing for the next few days. That's for sure. Do they still do we still talk about the man and the moon? Is it, <laughs> I mean, I grew up. They used to talk about going out and looking at the man and the moon. Is that that still happen? You know, yeah. anyone now? Yeah, I think it still does happen, but um, yeah, I just not seem to catch more than it's not the full moon anyway. Some fish you catch more in the full moon, but um, yeah, I like this fish when there's a smaller moon than the big moon, that's for sure. What about the prawning? Ah, uh, the prawning, no. You go on the um, uh, the run out tide when there's no moon for the prawns in the in the Swansea Channel. Who's the prawning? Oh. You've probably got to wait another week week and a half before you sort of um, get a prawn run at the Crab moment anyway you will but that's you know a good time for fishing then when that's gone you know everything sort of um, you know the squid are around the, you know and the Swansea Channel's alive with whiting and brim and flathead then it is that's for sure when that happens it's sort of really good fishing then What about the the crabs? Yeah they've been getting a few nice blue swimmers in the lake they're sort of um Getting more than normal, I have been lately. Just sort of down the bottom end of the lake, especially. There's been quite a lot of blue swimmer crabs being caught lately. There has been. It's sort of, um, you know, really good that they're around again now. That's for sure. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Sorry. Have you caught any yet? Uh, I haven't been going, but I got a few mates that have been sort of catching them quite regularly. Every, you know. Every week they're sort of, you know, getting a good feed out of them. That's for sure. They're sort of, um, 
yeah, I just haven't had the time to go, you know, put the traps out and put the effort in, but um, they're certainly kept catching a lot at the moment. Get into the barter system and, you know, uh, you give them, swap them a couple of fish for a couple of crabs. Yeah, that goes on a bit too, especially um, yeah, a few of the locals, they like a bit of fresh bait, like if you catch a few bonito, there's a bit of a barter system goes on there, that's for sure. Now, we're going to talk later on uh, to a couple of people, especially Mark Banaziak, about the uh, the ban on groper. Oh, yeah. Have, uh, you got an opinion on that about the old groper? Oh, I think you know you, sh- you don't need that. You don't need to have a you know ban them totally. You, could, you know you could make a boat limit or at least you know of one a trip. You know what I mean or something. You know like you know. So there's, there's one kill. A bloke, a spear fisherman kills one fish. Yeah. And now the total ban on the bloody thing: twenty-two thousand dollar fine or six months in the lockup. Yeah, that's a bit over the top, that is. It's like a fish, you know, like... And, you know, you don't know how, you know... If you're fishing, you don't know what you're going to catch and, you know, if it's got the hook down its throat and whatever, you know, it's sort of... um, You might get beat up catching it a bit, you know what I mean? And it's a bit of a waste if it's, you know, have a... um, You know, not survive very well, you know what I mean, if you've got to let it go. Well, Moriarty's put a ban on and then, yeah. then she says, oh... Uh, I'll form a group and we shall investigate. Yeah. <laughs> We've shut the gate after the horse is gone. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's terrible. Know, that who's, who's the biggest fool, her or the advisor she's got? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm hearing you there. That's for sure. Yeah, you should be able to at least take one anyway. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with catching a feed of fish to take home. The amount of, you know, the time and effort and everything that goes into catching a few fish. You know, if you catch a blue grouper and you want to take it home, I you know, they should, a, they should run a series and put it on TV, a comedy section about BPI. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Move me on, yeah. I'll get off the butter box, boys. You've, you've got something to say to him, Al? I could start there as well if you like, but I'm not going to. Uh, Where are you, Grant? Sorry, mate. Where's Grant? I'm here. Right up. I was just asking, have you got any more to talk to your good friend? I I was waiting to see if Alan's got any input. Yeah, me too. You there, Al? Come on. Not even going to speak about the blue grape thing. That's just ridiculous. Okay. Straight Straight to the point. Yeah, what it is. So, yeah, we'll, we'll ban it, then we'll investigate it. Yeah, yeah but I, it's like, I don't know, it's it's like, let me let me put it this way. I'll, put, I'll try and put it in, in nautical terms. You've got a jet ski that does something wrong in pit water, so you ban all boats. Well, that's right. It's, it's, we're going to ban all cars off the road because someone breaks the speed limit. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly right. Exactly right. We'll shut down the entire road because somebody sped on it. You know, and and let's be honest, five hundred dollars fine probably doesn't cut it in most people's minds. Yeah, uh, a couple of thousand would have been. Everyone would have said, "Okay, that's fair enough. That's a good deterrent." No. Yeah, I told you to make a great comedy show. <laughs> Bradley, if people want to book with you and have a debate about blue grape, how should they do it? <laughs> they can give us a phone call on. Zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven, or just send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages. Good on you, bud. You have a great day and uh, uh, enjoy cleaning the boat because it'll be a boat cleaning day, I dare say. Maintenance day to day. Maintenance day to day. Love your work, brother. Take it easy. Have a great day, gentlemen. Bradley Ekman there from Renegade Blue Water Charters. And, and Blakey, it's, it is a point. It's definitely going to be a uh, clean, your, clean your boat day, a maintenance day. Check out your tackle box. It is a bit windy out there. And if they're talking about 30 knots of wind in two directions in the swell, not even though it's 1.5, it's still not going to be fun. No, definitely not. And it's the same down here at Eden. There's a strong wind warning, so... We're staying put for the day, have a little move around and just uh, potter about the place and have a look at the weather or Monday to head around the corner to Painesville. Kieran, do you get... Watch out for those two blokes you got in case you go to the museum and they don't keep them. 
Oh, that's harsh. Garen, do you get a, you get the feeling we're going to get a photograph of a seafood platter or something later on today? Oh, he, he sent me one of, when he was at Shell Harbour at the restaurant in The View. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what I did to him yesterday, last night, uh, Blakey? I, I went out for a, a quick drink with a friend before I hit the sack, and I was, he, he was texting me, and I'm like, Kieran, what, you, you haven't spoken to me all day now. You're texting me while I'm sitting down in the bar. So I took a photo of the scotch and coke and sent it to him, and he went, "That's her. I hate that photo. That hurts. <laughs> that was cruel. That's cruel. 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 <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this, we're going to catch up with Aaron from Lunatics Fishing and find out how things have been going in the... Uh... He's on the right show. <laughs> Thank you for that. This is High Tide, 24 minutes after four. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. But someone's passed me this one. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbour? My neighbour's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from the flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbour and create honey. But then harvests the honey and sells it. I was just bewildered by that uh, bee turnout. Oh, the email. What's she going to do next? Is she going to take people to court for getting food deliveries? Talk tonight. If rural property owner allows a truckload of hives, mm. the tradition is always that at the end of the season they're rewarded with a tin of honey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They reckon the numbers are getting out of control again. The joke up here among us is we need another election because when we had the last election, COVID just disappeared straight away. Off the... <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Drive an EV, choose Hankook's Ion Tyres. The Ion Tyres are engineered exclusively for your electric vehicle for noise reduction, longer tread and battery life and improved driving stability. Hankook Iron, official partner of Formula E. Sydney, prepare for an encore like never before. Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi a virtuoso pianist and composer, a music visionary with rock star charisma. See him live Wednesday, May 22, Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com Our bathroomware stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroomware, like exclusive Timberline Vanity, 30% off. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae, and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arbovitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Time now to find out how things have been fishing in the Port Hacking area. And when we do that, we catch up with the lunatic himself from Lunatics Fishing. If you haven't been to their YouTube page, go and take a look at it. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, thumbs up, thumbs down even. We don't care. That all works for the algorithm, doesn't it? Aaron, g'day. How are you, buddy? Uh, spoken like a true professional. <laughs> yeah, it all it all works, and uh, any interacting, whether whether it be positive or negative, is always going to make my videos 
better and better for everyone. So any type of feedback is welcomed at Learn Six Fishing. And it's true too, you know, negative feedback, you know, when you say negative feedback, it, it, it gives a connotation in your mind, but that's not actually how it plays out because at the end of the day, we're like a, a television channel that are, are trying to put a product out there for people to watch. So if you've got an idea or you know, think, hey, look, he seems to be pulling in a lot of flathead. I want to find out what rig he's using on flathead and 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 what approach he's doing with it. Well, write to him on on his on his YouTube channel. Write to him and he'll do a segment on it. It's that simple. There you go, mate. I've given you content for the next fifty two uh, weeks. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. A lot of the uh, ideas that I come up with for a lot of my videos are from people who who write in. Uh, message me on Instagram or on Facebook and say, hey, I'd love to see you do this or what's your thoughts and opinions on a certain fishing technique. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to cater to our audience because it's like, for example, the topwater whining, something I never had done before and a lot of people wanted me to do it. And I got to learn a new skill also at the same time as hopefully teaching a lot of other people to do it. And to everybody listening, Lunatics Fishing is on all the social media, all of that sort of stuff. So go along, hit him up and say hello. Um, he gives us his time each week. He dedicates his time to, to give us a hand. It'd be nice to share some love back to him. Speaking of love, last week you took the boat. Well, I assume you did take the boat offshore. You said you were going to do it. How did things play out? Indeed, I did. I went out both mornings. I was very lucky to go out both mornings. Um, and the offshore conditions were perfect. We had a lot of glass-out conditions, which is great. Um, and I managed to catch quite a few fish offshore, which is great. The Bonito were absolutely on fire. If you trolled any type of lure, plastics, metal, diving hard body, you were going to catch a Bonito out there because they were in plague proportions. Um, if you dropped it below those skills, those schools a lot, um, there was a few snapper about, there wasn't a lot, but um, there was still enough to catch a feed and there was definitely some kings. You obviously, um, being in Sydney, you have to work through the rats a little bit to find the fish that are, you know, 75, 80 centimetres, but if you're willing to even just have a bit of fun on the little rats, it's, uh, yeah, it's still a lot of fun out there. Was there, was there a specific spot that they were, they were tagging or was it just basically anywhere you wanted to go? Um, so normally when I head out off the hacking, I normally go to Jib and Bommy because that's normally the closest one. So being in a 4.6 metre boat, it sort of gives me the chance to, one, check the conditions and make sure what the forecast is saying is correct and that I could keep fishing and pushing out deeper and stuff. Um, so I hit Jib and Bommy to start with and then I hit places like Mary's Reef and Osborne Shoal. Um, which are well-known spots. Those three spots are well-known to a lot of people who live in the Southern Shire area. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, fish, just drifted through a lot of those grounds with with plastics. Uh, what was I using? Three-eighth ounce plastics with a five-inch bait fish style, like a flick style, soft plastic. So, yeah, they were the killer lures for the weekend. How are things going in the hacking itself for not only people with boats, but shore-based fishers as well? Yep, definitely. So if you're a shore-based fish show, I would recommend to be, especially on Sunday, with the weather being really good on Sunday, heading out towards Lilypilly um, and uh, Gunnamatta Bay and fishing those drop-offs there because the kings are really starting to get up on those shallow waters. So don't be, don't be afraid to use your land-based options this weekend. There's still plenty of fish around those shallow flats. I've got to ask you, because I'm going to relate this to the next conversation we're going to have, but what... Why did you come up with the name Lunatics Fishing? Um, I guess I guess it's a bit because I, I sort of not necessarily push the limits in my fishing ability, but I certainly do a lot of um, pushing the limits in the, the, the things I target. So I'll, I'll target big snapper on six-pound braid and 10-pound leader and big yeah. kings on stuff like that. Um, so it's certainly towards that end rather than the boat safety side. And um, I just like to be able to – I want to fish as light as I can all the time because, um, as the saying goes, every, every, the lighter you go, the more bites you get. And it's certainly true, especially in the hacking. The hacking is such a clear system all the way up to the orderly weir, all the way to the front. You could often get visibility in five, six metres. You can see the, uh, the, the ground that you're actually fishing quite clearly. So in the hacking, being as light as you can and fishing as light as you can and having a bit of luck, obviously, um, is going to help your catch rate a lot. And I thought we should just clarify that because obviously, I mean, you're not going out today. That suddenly change came through last night and uh, it certainly certainly woke a few of us up. I noticed that Wollongong copped a fair downpour as well. 
So you're not the sort of lunatic that will push the safety boundary. So what will keep you entertained today? What would you be doing in lieu of the fact that you can't go out and, and drop a line unless you're shore-based? So definitely days like today is time to get in the garage, check your boat out, make sure everything's all good, check your rollers, check your skids, make sure they're all greased up, um, get the get the jack up, get the wheels off, check your wheel bearings. If you haven't done them in, the say, the last six to eight months, I'd be advising to get in there, get those replaced, do that. That only takes a good hour, an hour and a half to get the wheel bearings replaced depending on how many times you've done it. Um, and then getting into the engine, making sure all your um, oils, so your liquid, uh, sorry, your engine oil, your gear oil is all topped up, your spark plugs are nice and clean. All our general maintenance is sort of what I'd be doing tomorrow morning. That's what I plan on doing. Um, it's been about, I reckon, four and a half months since I've replaced my wheel bearings. I like to do them every six months just to be safe because there's nothing worse than going on a trip, say, for me, going from Cronulla area all the way down the south coast and blowing a wheel bearing halfway down um, on my trip and stuff like that. So I like to make sure that all the stuff to do with my trailer that's holding that precious item, which is my boat, um, is absolute 100% tippity top safe and all that sort of stuff so one you're safe out on the road and then two when you get to the ramp when you hit that ramp and you're going to put the boat in the water everything's all ready to go and Aaron it, it also saves you saying those six words that nobody wants to say marine rescue marine rescue marine rescue this is boom you know it's yeah, preventive yeah. maintenance stops you from getting into into trouble and and you know like um, it doesn't matter what size boat you've got particularly you know if you're out off port hacking um and you head south there's a lot of rocks for you to hit yeah there's, there's pretty much cliff face from uh the north end of jibbon all the way down to wollongong and the beaches down there there's not very many spots that uh you'd be safely uh exiting your boat and getting back onto land so making sure that everything's um, safe and secure. So even like checking life jackets, making sure they're all checked. Obviously, everyone knows they need to do that at least once a year. Um, and Marine Rescue, again, will thank you for it because uh, I know I log on with Marine Rescue every single week. I use the app. The app's really, really good um, and often talk to them quite a lot. So um, making sure that everything's safe before you head out offshore. So, for example, Sunday looks Sunday looks pretty good to be able to go out for a fish for wherever you, you'd like to go. Just spend the Saturday. Make sure that everything's ready to go. If you need to tie new leaders, even if it's that, or service your reels, um, clean certain spots in the boat, just make sure it's all done and ready to go so there's no wasting of time. It's a good point you bring up there, Aaron, because, I mean, I mean, everyone knows we're biased because we have Marine Rescue on the program. We do that for a reason because it's a it's a safe way of going. And, and the app, I mean, I know times where, you know, I, I do what, a, a lot of sea trials because I'm planning a big journey later on in the year and I, I want to stay current and I want to go out in different conditions and I want to get a feel for the boat um, under, under a variety of different swells and wind levels and things like that. So I'll do a pit water to pit water and I'll put in the, the note sea trial. And quite often they, they won't see the sea trial or, or whatever and they'll, they'll just pick up the phone and ring. I just, you put your, your destination and your arrival as the same place. Uh, what's the story? I'm just going out to do a sea trial. No worries. Well, look, we've got, you know, Broken Bay, you know, 67 or whatever it is. It's up at blah, blah, blah. So we'll keep an eye out on you if you... You give give us a give us a yell on channel sixteen if you've got any problems. They're really easy to get on with. It's so simple to do it, especially for people. Obviously, you and I don't have an issue uh, chatting on radio or television airwaves, but there are a lot of people that do. A lot of people that are uncomfortable about that, and the app is just such an easy way of doing it and staying safe. Yeah, exactly right. And again, Marine Rescue for the majority is a volunteer service. So people are giving away their time and their precious time to make sure that everyone else is safe on the water. Similar to you, if I'm even if I'm out solo in the river, I often will log on with Marine Rescue just to make sure that I'm okay. Um, so if something does happen in the river, I've got that lifeline if I really need it. Um, like I said, I've never had to use it. It's lucky, but it's always a, it's always handy to have that. Um, making sure that they're logged on and it checks. It actually follows your location as you move around a lot. So a lot of the times where I've gone out offshore, I said I was going to go to Jim and Bobby and I started there and then I've moved either deep or I've moved to another reef that's taken me 20, 30 minutes to get to. And I'll often get a phone call from them saying, oh, I've seen you moved over there, blah, blah, blah. 
um, which is really, really good. Um, and then you can also, if they're polite enough, you might ask them where the rest of the other people that might have been logged on, where they sit right now, because they might know where the fish are. Um, and you could you could always get that do do it that way as well. But um, like I said, they're a volunteer service. We need to look after them because they're taking their time out of their days to look after us. And if we can just do that one simple thing, it takes 30 seconds to log on. And once your account's set up in that app, all you have to do is log on and you're, you are, um, you're one step closer to being that extra bit safe. And for those that still haven't moved across the line, for those that's still a bit funny about it, let me tell you this. As a pilot, when you have an issue in a plane, you say, mayday, 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 which is French for help me. The second thing you'll say is your location. The third thing you'll say yep. is what's wrong. And then the fourth thing you'll say is your course of action. Now, the reason why you say the mayday is to get their attention. The reason why you say your location first up is because if your transmission breaks, if the plane hits the ground, anything goes wrong, at least they know where you are. And the same applies in a boat. Now, if you get yep. on Channel 16 and you go, mayday, 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 this is Phoenix, I'm at Baron Joey, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden the thing cuts out and the radio doesn't work. It gets swallowed up by water. No longer work. At least they know where you are. And with the app, they know where you are. Exactly. Exactly right. It's just that extra set of safety. Um, like you're saying, making sure that you say mayday, mayday, then your location is so crucial in those moments. Um, even on, I've got a handheld radio on my boat. Even on that, I actually have what you need to say in case of that actual emergency. So if I am a bit flustered and I'm sort of panicking a little bit and I don't know what I need to do, I grab my radio. I grab, like I said uh, a couple weeks ago, I've got my safety box there and that all comes with me if I have, if that actually happens to me, which let's hope not. Um, but if it does, you've just got steps to make yourself as safe as you can because in the, in the end, the boat isn't the boat is gone we can't save that we need to save our lives which is the most important part and i've heard i've heard uh, professional pilots go mayday 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 i'm going down i'm going down help me help me help me help me no location so at least if you can't get the radio call out you've got they know where you are because of the app hey if you've been out two days in a row you must have some serious product to put up on lunatics fishing's youtube page Yes, so this this week we'll have a uh, guide to fishing the shallow inshore reefs off Cronulla. So uh, um, I've got a little kind of little a few hit a few hints and a few locations for you guys to watch, and uh, just some tips on particularly fishing with lures. Um, I particularly fish fish with lures quite a lot. Not really much of a bait fisherman these days, but uh, yeah, some really hopefully everyone gets a lot out of it and learns something out of it and i've just sort of want to pass all the information that i learn on to people because you know some people might only go out once a month once a month i'm kind of lucky i i get out at least once or twice a week and so i feel lucky that i should actually pass that information on because there's nothing worse than having someone go out once a month and go back to the ramp with nothing um with them and go you know what i don't want to do i don't want to go fishing anymore yeah. i don't want to go out in the boat there's nothing worse than that in my opinion um, because fishing for me is such an amazing hobby and pastime. So if I can pass any anything on to anyone, um, oh, that's what I do on my channel. Check out the YouTube channel. Lunatics Fishing is the name. They're all on the social medias. Hop on all of the socials. You'll find uh, Aaron there. Aaron, thank you so much for your time again this week. We love having you on the program. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. We'll be back with more of High Tide right after this. In 2024... 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all in this. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sports has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on your pat. Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. In 2024... John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone and tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM.
has Sydney Talking. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392 182. Kia's most awarded SUV just got better. Get ready for the new, refined, seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, with a dual 12.3-inch panoramic display and Kia Connect technology. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Hey, you. Right now, you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 359 2SM has Sydney talking on 2SM and the Super Radio Network this is High Tide brought to you by Shimano tomorrow's tackle today Yes, get your pens and pencils ready to go because we've got a very busy 15 minutes coming up. We've got uh, Bobby Dean standing online and Alan Blake. We've also got uh, our good mate, Ross O'Brien, joining us. In fact, there he is there right now. Hello. Morning, Roscoe. Hello, mate. How you going? What happened to you the other day? I thought you were coming down to say hello. Well, I was, mate, but I've been to the specialist and uh, he. He mucked me around a bit, and by the time I got back to Bingy Bob, it was after dinner time, so I figured there'd be no food left anyway. No, no, we were still in the bar waiting for you then. It was all right. Oh, sorry, mate. That's all right. We were feeling no pain. There was no problems. (laughs) How'd the trip go, all right? It's very good. No, we we got down here before the wind blew. Geez, there was a lot of people on um, Thursday morning fishing off Bass Point. Yeah. Exactly. What side? Uh, on the uh, on the northern side. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's where we've been getting some good stuff down around the gantry in particular. Yes. Did you go up the gantry? Yeah. You there, mate? Yeah, I can hear you. That's right. Yeah. Did you go up to the gantry while you were there? And have a look? Yeah, we went past the gantry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They. Um. That's where they've been getting them, mate. I, I was talking to the boys on uh, Wednesday, and most of them said, if you want a bonito, there's plenty out there. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, the bonito will be hitting them pretty hard. But uh, there's always a fish up that end, mate. Always. Yeah. Always. Okay. Particularly around the gantry, you know, I mean, it's a perfect uh, spot when you um, consider the... Um, uh, how easy it is to get to and, you know, there's plenty of parking and stuff like that. So it really is a a, a, a local hotspot, I'll put it to you that way. Yeah. All right. Now, the boys have been struggling, as I just said, in Kiama and South. They did get those. Uh, they're still getting um, uh, snapped down around uh, the end of uh, the start of... Uh, 70 mile, 1,000 mile beach. Um, people, one guy rang me the other day and asked where that was and I just said, it's, it's below the Fishers Club. That's the best I can put it. If you go to, 
came down onto the rocks there, make sure it's safe, and just walk to the end. So uh, and look up, you'll see, you'll actually see the club there in in amongst the bushes. So that's the best place at the moment, unless you're a Benito fan, of course. Um, there's uh, there's that, and up on Bass Point, as you said, mate. Yeah, good stuff at the moment up there, but these Benito are killing the guys out wide. Uh, I haven't even heard of anyone getting another mile or anything out there. So Actually, we're watching one of the trawlers unload here uh, yesterday that came in, and we passed him. He's fishing on the 200-metre uh, mark on the way down, and he unloaded a 126-tonne of slimy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> well, well there's no one could... No one could say that they haven't got any bait. <laughs> no, they won't. They, that was the size fish they wanted because they use it for the. It goes to bigger and gets converted to fish oil and uh, meal for the pets. Yeah, I don't know what prices they're getting now. Those, I, you know, I used to get told that sort of stuff, but I don't see a lot of them guys now. Yeah, I think I yeah. think they're like me. They're all retired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's okay. right. no, I really am sorry, mate. I, I wanted to go. Ah, that's all right. Like I said, I got hung up with something terrible. But no, that's no problem. So I, I ran into a mate there anyway. It was a problem. We had a nice, uh, a nice feed and a nice drink. But she's at the lovely marina, that chill cave marina, and it's getting better that's all the time. They've done some work there, mate. Oh, they they continue to do work. They're just about to open up another 120 berths. Yeah, how big though? Because when I win Lotto, it's, you know, I'm going to have an 86 footer, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I catered for some big boats, but uh, it's a destination for the people of uh, the southern southern areas. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people now going to the um, Friday night and Saturday nights there for dinner. They reckon you've got a book now. Yeah, well, they get 400 to 450 people there Friday and Saturday night. That's yeah, that's, that's amazing, you know. That yeah. is amazing. It just shows you the the mayoress of of, um, of that area was very uh, on the money when she yep. said this marina will kick the thing along, yep. you know. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Okay, Roscoe, we better go. Thank you for yeah, that. Mate, Catch up with you tomorrow. That's the best I can give you at the moment. No, that's, good. that's good. Oh, yeah, guys. Thanks, Roscoe. So, yeah. Would you like to go to Bobby Dean, Grant? Yes, let's do that. G'day, Bobby. How are you? Oh, half asleep. <laughs> half asleep. <laughs> At least he's honest. Yes. Yeah, it was a good night for sleeping. Not like, like a few of the others. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, mate. Uh, you know, I wish all the boys fishing in New South Wales in the club tournament some the best of luck and find sailing for the next few today. days. There's one up there at Penrith. they got the tournament on up there. There's three down the south coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good comps around, mate. I've fished a few of them over the years, especially the inner club. I've fished truckloads of them. You know, they go on the sail pass and all that stuff. The way they run it is exceptionally good. But, uh, yeah, they did very well last week in the uh, shootout. It was 140-odd boats, a bit over. And now some exceptional fish caught. Yeah, 196 kilo blue on 15 kilo tackle. That's a great effort. But closer to home, yeah, fishing off Sydney's been a bit patchy. A few dolphin fish and a few reds have turned up, uh, which is weird this time of year. So And in shallow, normally a winter-type prospect. Um, the beaches around Sydney still hold a few bremen whiting. Uh, one of my mates fished one the beach the other day, and he only managed one whiting and six huge dart, he said. Oh, oh, well, they eat well. They're not unlike Taylor to eat. I'm quite partial to them. Uh, further down the coast, you get down around Windang and all that. The beaches are fishing exceptionally well down there. And a few mile away. You get further down in the rim, the same brim, whiting, a few mile away off the beach. So that's, you know, pretty good. Uh, Kingies offshore, Port Kenmore and around the islands and that, millions of them, but watch the size. 
you know. Uh, you're talking about Bass Point, and that's been a few mullins just out front of there, so, uh, yeah. But the amount of bonito and the size of bonito this year up and down the coast is incredible. Um, Lake Illawarra's been fishing quite well for Flathead, and uh, quite a few blue swimmers. I haven't heard on the prawns side of things, so we'll have to see what happens there. It's um, one of my mates, friend Rick, was down at Chevy Norton, and uh, in the middle of the day there was prawns everywhere on the surface, so what was going on there, which is unusual, have a daytime run of prawns. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, plenty of times I've seen the other one here and there flicking around, and they're normally getting harassed, so... It'd be interesting to go down one night and have a look. It's, um, yeah, it's so it's good fish around. You haven't been near the freshwater scene at all? No, mate. I might get up there this week. I'll see what's happening. I'll get off in butt. Yeah. Is there a criteria or is it just a lazy thing? <laughs> well, it's... It suits me fresh water, same places like over and that. Yeah, and yeah. it's a legitimate question, Bobby. Like, are you waiting for a particular, you know, weather or rain or anything like that, or nah, are you just weather motivation? No, nah, it's weather I can get off my butt, mate. Pickle, pickle. I asked. I asked. What do you mean? But, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I've only checked my nephew last night about it, mate. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Love it. Love it. No, it's, uh, no, no, I'm just like a new battery in the cruiser today. The other one died in the butt, so it won't hold any charge whatsoever. So, you know, that's one of those things. Too true. So, you know. You get rid of it before it gets cold, and then you do have problems. Yeah, well, it's dead now, Helen. Okay. Oh, I, I, to start the cruiser now, I just jump from the house battery across, the deep yeah. cycle across. Yeah. And then I just don't turn it off. <laughs> yes. Or I park on the hill. Now, being a manual, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can't handle driving automatics. He's just not a driver, he's just a steerer. Yeah. Oh. I think all people should be taught to drive in manuals, anyhow. I agree. Uh, without a doubt, like you listen to PJ when he drives a manual truck, so he says it's a, you know, a theft device. That's it. Uh, manual truck. Oh, we'll go and okay, Bobby, thank you for that. Catch you tomorrow, mate. Okay, no worries. Right. Give you a fresh order report. Okay, thanks. Bobby Dean with uh, a fishing report. Yeah. What's happening, Grant? Mate, uh, just before we go to the news, I want to send a cheerio out to somebody. You remember Yearn, who won our Crescent Head competition, yes, the yes. first one? Um, he's doing it a little bit tough at the moment. He's got a, a back injury, and it's kept him off work. And more importantly, he's kept him away from fishing. Um, and he's in a fair amount of pain at the moment. I talk with him quite regularly and feel really, really sorry for the poor guy. So uh, I know that he's got some work being done on that this week. So I just wanted to send him a cheerio and see if we could put a smile on his face because the man needs it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, get well soon. Well, get out and have a go and work at Crescent Head shortly. We're going to take a, we're going to not take a break. We're going to go to the news. And on the other side of that, we'll be back and we'll chat with Stevie Bowler.